G'day and welcome to On The Road. My name's Scott Gibbons and On The Road is your show. It's a show where we, we travel, we go all around this great nation of ours, we talk about caravans, we talk about motorhomes, we talk about tents, places we can go, places we can see, places we can enjoy and it's just a fun show. So if you're ready to go on the road, I'm ready to go on the road, let's go on the road together, here we go. G'day, it's Scott Gibbons. Yes, we are on the road. We are on the road. Just about. If you're not on the road yet, oh, it's only going to be milliseconds before we can do it. It's going to be just terrific. And Camper Trail Australia tells us how good Australia is, how incredibly unique it is. He can go from rugged mountain escapes to dusty desert oases to clear crystal streams to pristine coastlines. And obviously, we all want to get out there and do it at some point. At some point now, we can do it. In fact, I was talking to Paravans this week and I said, I reckon it's going to get busy, they reckon. Ah, Scotty, they said, it's already busy. We've sold so many new caravans, the used vans we're running out of. So there you go. There you go. But they've got some new stock in. So if you want to go and get something, then you just go and talk to them because Paravans are making it happen. Your holiday is about to start as soon as you start talking to them. So the key is, the key is that you've got to start creating the list of where you want to go, the destinations that you want to go to, the the ones that you really want to experience. I think that's going to be good. So why don't we, why don't we do some planning and we'll even include Queensland in this. We'll even include Queensland. Even though they don't want to play with us at the moment, I reckon it won't be long. So Cape York, what about Cape York, eh? Because when it comes to authentic Australian four-wheel drive experiences, Cape York has got to be, well, it's renowned, isn't it? It's, It's regarded as being the pinnacle of the lot and perhaps the most famed top-end experience is the journey to the most northern point of the Australian continent. And, and if you do that, and there's a couple of ways of getting there, but you can use the old Teletrack, the old Telegraph track. And I've done it, and it is sensational. You've got over a dozen river crossings to test your nerve and plenty of obstacles thrown in for good measure. <laughs> and yes, there are some obstacles there. There are. And it's fabulous. So when's the best time to travel to Cape York? Well, the climate is tropical. It's monsoonal. So it's best to travel during the dry season, which is May to October. So hey, if Queensland get their act into gear, you can still get up there this year, I reckon. And and that will ensure that the tracks and the access to them are, are possible. And then what do you do there? Well, the old telly track, you've got Fruit Bat Falls, and that's the perfect place to wash the red dirt away. Oh, yes, it is. Fruit Bat Falls, if you haven't been there, oh, it's worth it just for that. You can explore the five beach run on the east coast of the peninsula. You can grab yourself some fresh oysters off the rocks, maybe. If you want to spend some money, and I think you should, I think you should, then you can get a helicopter tour off Loyalty Beach, And the views are spectacular. The fishing charters are magic. The sunset tours are great. There's croc spotting tours out of Weeper. Now, Weeper, if you can, don't just do a a, a croc spotting tour. See if you can do some fishing out of Weeper. The best fishing I've ever done, ever, 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 is out of Weeper. By golly. But you've got to be careful. Don't fall out of the boat because... Oh, the sharks that are there and the crocs that are there, so make sure you keep a good grip and make sure that whatever you catch, you get into the boat because quite often you'll catch just the head of a fish. By the time you pull it up, (laughs) there's not much of it left. So where do you stay? Well, as you head north, you can stay at Morton Telegraph Station. That's worthwhile checking out. A little further up, you can bunker down at the Bramwell Station. That's good. You continue to free camp if you want to along the old telly track. There's dozens of designated campsites there. The northern tip of the Cape, 
make sure you spend a few nights at either Pun Sand Bay or Loyalty Beach and you will love it. But, 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 if you're taking your tent, and you probably are going to take a tent, make sure that it's got, it's midge-proof. Make sure it's midge-proof because midges are, are tiny, tiny, tiny little things. And so you need some mozzie repellent. You need to keep a packet of antihistamines on board to help you relieve the itch if you do get bitten. But make sure that your tent seals up properly and you've got midge-proof window screens, which have a finer mesh than standard fly screen so hey it's all happening it's all happening it's not long before instead of just dreaming on it we're going to have the real thing this is going to be the real thing we're back out there again if you're going to have the real thing sue fletcher requested a song and the song that she requested believe it or not is the real thing by russell morris so here it is we're about to hit the road we're on the road again hey sue fletcher this is for you here we go russell morris the real thing Really mean a thing Come and see the real thing Come 
10 months have gone by since Ceausescu was overthrown, yet there now emerges evidence that in at least one area, Romania's new leaders are equally guilty of neglect, if not outright barbarism. Uh, yeah, the real thing, it is the real thing. We're back out there. It is so good. It's like being born again. So, so good. And how good is a real thing? Russell Morris, an Aussie, he released that in 1969. It was written by Johnny Young. It was produced by Ian Molly Meldrum. It was a massive hit in Australia. Massive. It's, a, it's an Aussie classic. But it also achieved success in the US. It got to number one in Chicago, number one in New York City. Fabulous. Fabulous, and it's part of the Triple M's Aussist 100, so I think that's pretty good. Now, speaking of pretty good, I think we should go on another little tour. And what about the Victorian high country? What about that? Oh, I got a photo through today 
from uh, Stuart, Stuart Robinson. We, we did a, a trip to the high country with him and his daughter. Ah, oh, by golly, do they know how to organise a trip? By golly, by golly. So the magnificent hills of the Victorian high country, they're unlike anywhere else on this continent. They are really, really fabulous. Seriously, the, the views, the vistas you get, it's an experience. You, you will just love it. You will love it. So, And if you love four-wheel driving, and even if you just like touring, then you'll love the Victorian high country. It is just wonderful. But you've got freshwater streams, just fresh. You've got some beautiful places to have a holiday on. It's not uncommon, by the way, to uh, come across a log blocking your track. So if you've got somebody in your group with a chainsaw, that's really handy. So a chainsaw and a winch maybe might be a good thing to do. So when's the best time to travel? Well, if you're a camper, the high country is just spectacular during autumn or spring. It really bursts into just vibrant colours. You've got the fresh, misty mornings. You've got the, the warm, sunny days. And during winter, most of the good four-wheel driving tracks are closed due to snow. So just be aware of that. But the things to do, oh, by golly, the four-wheel drive touring around those parts, it's simply world-class, world-class. You've got tracks like uh, Blue Rag Range. That's wonderful. Billy Goat's Bluff, you've got to do the Davies High Plains, so you, you're just going to have some wonderful adventures. Some will be a little bit, whoa, how are we going here? But others are just going to be, did you see that view? And you're going to have your camera with you the whole time. So you will love it. You'll love it. And, and if you want to go hiking, there's places to hike. You've got some beautiful things. But if you want history, oh, the history in the high country, some of the places the Stuart and Amy took us to just wonderful. So you've got you've got so much history down there. You know, the man from Snowy River, all of that, the the, the bush ranger heritage. The, if you want to, do a horseback ride, do a tour on a horse. It's just fabulous. You can go down the, the, the hill. You can get a bike. If you want to do a bike, you can do a bike ride down there. Of course, it's going to be a mountain bike, but you're going to have a terrific time. And if you want to, then you can tackle uh, Hell's Gate in a whitewater raft, and that would be terrific. So where are you going to stay? Well, if you're a keen four-wheel driver, you can go to Dargo. Dargo's just magic. Jimmy and I have been to Dargo a number of times. It's great. But there's hundreds of campsites around there, hundreds. But one of the most sought after is Craig's Hut, which is always a winner. And the same goes for campsites at Tom Grogan and Sheepyard Flats. So you're going to have a beaut time there. You're going to have a beaut time. So when's the best time to go to the Flinders Ranges, do you reckon? I reckon Flinders Ranges is on my list because it's a stunning outback. Uh, if you want a backdrop that's just perfect with amazing stars and beautiful burnt orange sunsets and uh, towering ancient cliffs, then you've got to go to the Flinders Ranges. It's wonderful. It's a place of rich pioneering and Aboriginal history. It's got ancient and unique uh, artefacts all the way through and beautiful old buildings that are you know, they're, they're falling down, they're dying, but they're still historical and wonderful to see. So if you're going to go to the Flinders Ranges, then the weather's usually at its most comfortable from April through to October. And that's in the, and you're going to get some wildflowers as well. So they'll be in bloom from around about September to November. And in summer, it gets very, very hot. So if you like the hot, then you just go in summer. But it does get its fair share of thunderstorms too. What can you do there? Well, there's the surreal scenery. So wherever you go, again, it's camera country. You're just going to take your camera. You're going to get some beautiful photos. You're going to capture some amazing memories. Some of those memories are just going to etch in your mind forever. You, you can take a guided tour 
through the Winjana Gorge or the Wilpena Pound. They're just sensational. You might even get a chance to spot the endangered yellow-footed rock wallaby. Oh, wouldn't that be good to do? Wouldn't that be good if you get that? Hey, how good are you? So, it, And it's found exclusively there. So you can check out the internationally acclaimed 500-million-year-old Edicarian fossils. Edicarian fossils. You will, oh, my going. So where do you stay? Well, you can spend a few nights under the stars at the Wilpena Pound Resort Campground. Been there. Wonderful. And that's fully serviced everything you need. You're going to have a wonderful stay. It's really, really good. And on the southern side of Wilpena Pound, you've also got Rawnsley Park Station to base yourself while you explore the region. So you've got so much, so much to do. And then if you want to, well, you can go down to Tasmania. I can tell you about Tasmania. If you want to know about Tasmania, we might we might do that now. What do you reckon? We might do that now? Well, all righty then, because if you haven't been to Tasmania, oh, by golly, oh, by golly, you've got to go. You've got to go. It is just heaven on a stick. But the West Coast... If you're into four-wheel driving, if you love your four-wheel driving, the west coast of Tasmania is just wonderful. And even if you're not going to do four-wheel driving, you've got to go across and, and just drive around Tasmania. Oh, pretty, 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 pretty. But one of the most underrated destinations for the keen explorer, if you will, is the Tasmanian west coast. And it's called the Wild West Coast and <laughs> well, well named. And it combines everything from harsh rocky climbs to long sandy beaches with no shortage of absolutely magical scenery and wildlife and flora to gaze upon. You will just love it. It's home to a host of the toughest four-wheel drive tracks in Australia, along with some mind-blowing waterfalls and premium trout fishing waters and some fascinating convict history. So you'll need to buckle up because it's it's a real adventure. But some of the things you can do there, well, for a true four-wheel drive experience, you can pencil in tracks like the Balfour Track, Climies Track, along with Lake Cumberland Track, Sandy Cape, Mount Huxley, you can trade your four-wheel drive in for two feet because there's a cliff and a rope and you can try your hand at nerve-wracking abseil if you want to down one of the many gorgeous gorges. But but if you're going to do that, make sure you've got somebody with you. Make sure you've done some lessons. Make sure you know what you're doing because don't do that if, if you've got no experience. It's not one of those things you do without experience. But there's things to do. The, the King River rafting out of Queenstown, that'll get your adrenaline pumping. That's terrific. If you want a bit of a slower pace, you've got bushwalking. And the bushwalking in Tasmania is just premium. It's wonderful. The rainforests are lush. They're green. You've got crystal clear streams creating the ideal scenery. for. If you're a nature buff, then you will just love it. You will just, oh, you'll be so impressed. And the West Coast Heritage Centre, oh, it's a step back in time. And you've got to do that step back in time because it's really, really, really worth taking. So where are you going to stay? Well, you can take in a unique West Coast sunset. Uh, you've just got a park uh, near Trial Harbour. Uh, the camping ground there is wonderful. Stay there for a few days. And when you're ready for a scenery change, head on over to Corinna. Now, the paddy melons there are plentiful along the Pyman River. Oh, the Pyman River, it's, it's wonderful. The little ferry across there is just terrific, a little punt. Uh, you can take a river cruise if you want to. You can check out some of the stories of the shipwrecks in person. Maybe just grab a cold one at the Tarkin Hotel. And if you're a hiker, well, there's dozens of interesting walks. There's, you, you can tackle so many of them. The, the Mount Donaldson or the Huon Pine Trail, just terrific. Now... Being excited is terrific, but one of the things you've got to be excited about is where you get your vehicle serviced and what are their qualifications. So I'm with Jacqueline Bowl, 
You may have heard Jacqueline talk with us previously. If you haven't, you've missed out. If you have, then you know how good she is. And she's with Bold Trailer and Caravan Repair Centre. They're at Caring Bar, just south of Sydney. Fabulous, fabulous people. And they do repairs and servicing and modifications and all the things. And they know that they can't do all the work all the way around Sydney, but there are things that they've learnt and they're aware of that you should be aware of. So, Jacqueline, what's some of the... Well, the most important thing, if somebody's getting something serviced, what should they be aware of? Hey, Scott, the most important thing is to make sure that any repair work, any servicing, if you're not doing it yourself, which is completely legally allowed, but if you're paying money for someone to do it, make sure they're licensed and insured to do so. Oh, oh, so don't just use Tom the, Tom the Cheap. Sometimes Tom the Cheek down the road or that someone told you about or who, you know, walks around the caravan park might be Tom the Cheap. But if something goes wrong, do you have recourse? Can you go back? Is there warranty on the work that was done? Yeah, yeah. Or is he in another town somewhere else that you can't get to anymore? Correct. And look, there are great people that do mobile work. There are great workshops that are fixed workshops. It's just be careful. Make sure, check for their licence, check they're insured. That's the biggest thing. Oh, insurance. Insurance is a big thing because if something does go wrong, and I'm not saying the workmanship would be bad, but if a part fails, yeah. you have to claim warranty back on the part. Yeah. And unfortunately, it does happen occasionally. You know, it's you know yes. something, you know, even from the best manufacturers of trailer and caravan parts, occasionally one is a bit of a lemon part. It happens. Um, you, know, you need to know that you can just go get it swapped straight back out. They're going to cover it under warranty. You're not going to be out of pocket for anything. Yeah. That's really important. The other part as well with making sure you lose, uh, use a licensed repairer, licensed repairers have been trained to do the work, whether it's a mechanic, an auto electrician, a 240 household sparky, a licensed fabricator. They're trained usually for four years and licensed to do what needs to be done. They haven't just taught themselves or had a yes, go. accredited to a skill. Accredited to a skill, trained and tested in that skill a multiple times. Yes. The other thing is if you've got a new caravan or camper and it's within its warranty period, like a car, you don't have to go to the dealership unless if you've bought a fancy extended warranty, check the fine print there, but you're covered by the law to go to any licensed motor mechanic to do your servicing. And servicing under warranty must be covered by any licensed motor mechanic. That's anyone you actually pay money to to service must be licensed under the law. Yes. As yes. long as you're getting it done with a licensed motor mechanic, licensed repairer, your warranty remains intact. So unless you know, you've taken on some fancy extended warranty, you have to read the fine print yeah. there. There's one or two that says you have yeah. to go to, to the, the dealer there. Yes. But the majority is any licensed mechanic caravan repairer can keep your warranty intact that's valid so you can save a few dollars by using tom the cheap or at the same time while you're saving that few dollars blow your warranty blow your warranty Whoa. and they find out it's you know <laughs> when you when you start pulling brakes and and drums and hydraulics and, and the wiring forensics. apart the forensics it doesn't take long to see if it wasn't done correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it's really important. And, and sometimes Tom the Cheap isn't cheap. 
he's the same price or maybe even dearer. We've yeah. seen people who were un- unlicensed, you know, customers had someone yeah. who someone said to go to yeah. do the job and it'd be twice the price of what we would have charged as <clears throat> licensed insured repairers. <laughs> and the job wasn't done correctly and we still had to fix it and they've had to pay more money to fix what wasn't oh, done correctly dear. in the first place. Oh, dear. So the lesson is always use someone that's accredited, someone who's licensed, someone who, who is responsible. Correct. And, you know, ask the questions. Because you know, they've got to have their licence on display, don't it's they? It's on display um, or, you know, you can ask them for it. You can do a quick Google check. It takes Take 30 seconds on your phone. Yeah. You know, check motor licence, motor repairer's licence or motor dealer's licence if it's somewhere you're buying from. Yeah. But we're talking about repairs here. Motor repairer's licence, MVRL. It's a national check. You can do it state by state. Punch in the number. It'll tell you the person's name, the workshop they're registered to. Wow. So you've probably saved people a lot of money just in that little bit of advice. You're gold. I hope you so. You are gold. Look, there are wonderful repairers right around Australia. There are lots of fantastic repairers around, and there's more good than people doing the wrong thing. So don't get disheartened. Just please make sure that they're licensed and insured. All right. I reckon I've learned so much just from that little talk just then to make sure that you do go to somebody who's licensed, accredited and responsible because hey, the piece of equipment that you're towing around is worth a lot of money. And if you're going to save just a few dollars and blow it, ah, not worth it. And it's not, not just saving it. the money, it's making sure it's done correctly and yeah. you're towing safely. And, and the person who is actually repairing it knows... It's their day-to-day job. They know what they have to do rather than first time round the block. Correct. Ooh, Having a guess is never good. I'll tell you what we're going to do. I reckon that's so good. So if you want to contact Jacqueline, if you want to go to Bold, and I think you should, Bold Trailer and Caravan Repair Centre, they're at Carrying Bar, south of Sydney. You can give them a call on 02-8544-8114. Again, 02-8544-8114. But the other thing you might want to do is to listen to the song that Jacqueline's going to choose for us. So just give me a song that you'd like to hear. Oh, look, we're going to have to go an Aussie, Aussie band. Aussie so band. let's go uh, Geronimo by Shepherd. <laughs> Geronimo by Shepherd. Here you go. You're going to love this. I know I'm going to love it. Start so. dancing, guys. <laughs> Jacqueline, thanks again for coming. Pleasure, You're just Scott, too anytime. terrific. All right, here we go. Geronimo by Shepherd. It's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road and we'll be back with you right after that. In the meantime, you get ready to shake your booty. Can you feel it? Now it's coming back We can steal it If we bridge this gap I can see you Through the curtains of the waterfall When I lost it Yeah, you held my hand But I tossed it Didn't understand You were waiting As I dove into the waterfall So say
Uh, Jacqueline's terrific. You know, Geronimo, Geronimo spent three weeks at number one on the ARIA singles chart. It was certified five times platinum. Just phenomenal. Five times platinum. Good on them. Now, Betty. Betty is one of our fabulous listeners, and she wanted to find out about, well, she gave me a hint about uh, one thing, which was about the pool noodle. You know the pool noodles? You know those long strips? You buy them in $2 shops for around about $2, sometimes $3, but around about that, and they come in various colours, but they've got so many uses if you've got a caravan. So she was telling me that they use theirs to stop their mirrors uh, being bumped in by the by fierce wind. So if they're driving along and they're hitting a big solid headwind, then their mirrors can fold in. So to stop that happening, they use a bit of pool noodle because they're so easy to cut. Use a bit of pool noodle and tie that on with a bit of Velcro strap and then the mirrors don't fold in anymore. Super clever. Other people I know, sometimes they've found that their mattress is too short and it goes right up to the head of the bed, but they don't need that head of the bed. So they put a noodle down there, which gives them an extra couple of inches length on the mattress. That's clever. Other people, you know, when you open your windows on the caravan, you open your window out and it goes, pops out, and then you walk along the side of the van and you can hit your head, and probably you've done it. Probably you've done it, or probably you've yelled out, watch out for the wind. So you don't have to do it anymore. You just buy some pool noodles, 
cut them to the correct length, put a slice through the middle of it, so lengthways a slice, bend that around and use that as your window protector. So again, if you're walking down beside your van and you hit your head, (laughs) hitting your noodle, (laughs) but it's not going to hurt. That's a beauty. So again, just a winner. Thank you, Betty, for that. And another thing that Betty asked about was the jaffle. Well, the jaffle is, here's something you may not have known. The jaffle is an Aussie invention, 100% Aussie invention. The jaffle iron was invented in 1949, and it was a totally coveted household item in the 50s. The original jaffle brand, the jaffle iron, was designed and painted by Dr. Ernest Smithers of Bondi. It's all Australian. He even invented the name, perhaps, because you know, it might have sounded like waffle or something, but he called it jaffle, and it's just terrific. So you've got the jaffle iron. I've got a, a jaffle iron that goes into the fire. You know, so if you if, when your hot coals are there, you put your jaffle iron in there. But it's just terrific. It's just a terrific thing. So the Jaffle uh, was named and painted, as I said, in June 49. uh, And that's just a winner. Now, so from there, before long, food manufacturers latched onto the craze. In 1950, grocers were advertising edual bolognese and minced beef and spaghetti. And it just became huge. So similar devices were available then around the world at various names but an electric sandwich maker was produced in belgium in the early 70s and for a short time the australian company breville distributed these but problems with supply led to the company developing its own sandwich maker remember that the breville sandwich maker well the brand the breville snack and sandwich maker became a huge success in australia and in britain and in Britain, to the point where, in many places, a jaffle in Britain is actually called a breville. Isn't that fabulous? Isn't that just fabulous? So here we go. Yeah, here we go indeed, because when you go away, you want to have dessert, don't you? You want to have dessert. Now, if you've got a fridge, if you've got a freezer, then you're going to have some frozen puff pastry sheets, I'd imagine. So what about we give you a recipe for a hot apple pie jaffle? So you've got two frozen puff pastry three pieces or sheets as they call them, a 400 grand can of pie apple. You've got to buy Aussie pie apple. Pie, P-I-E, second word apple, pie apple. Uh, a tablespoon of raisins, two tablespoons of maple syrup, a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, two tablespoons of icing sugar. And then later on, we want you to have some vanilla ice cream because I reckon that would be terrific too. So you, you, you preheat your jaffaline or your jaffel maker and everything's good there. Then you cut your pastry squares into four equal squares. You set them aside to thaw. You mix together your pineapple, your raisins, your maple syrup and half the cinnamon. Place two pastry squares into your jaffel maker or one, if you've only got a single jaffle maker. Two, if you've got a sandwich maker, you sort it out. Spoon half the apple mixture evenly between the two. Place two pastry squares on top. So this is easy. All you're doing is putting the pastry square down, putting the mix in the middle, putting your other pastry square on top. That's good. Cook it for three to five minutes. You'll know how long it's going to take. Three to five minutes, you'll sort it out until your pastry is golden and crisp. And then do it again for the remaining ones and then combine your remaining cinnamon, a little bit of sugar together and then serve it with a little bit of dusting of that cinnamon sugar and some vanilla ice cream and oh by golly, oh by golly. So are you ready? I think you're ready. I'm going to, you got your pencil out. You got your pencil out. I'll tell you again, two frozen puff pastry sheets, a 400 grand gram can of pie apple. Uh, make sure it's Aussie. A tablespoon of raisins. Make sure they're Aussie. 
two tablespoons of maple syrup, Aussie again, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, two tablespoons of icing sugar, and some vanilla ice cream. Put that aside. Keep that in the fridge and freezer until you're ready. Preheat your jaffle maker or your, or your uh, sandwich maker, whatever you're going to use. Cut each pastry square into four equal squares and set them aside to thaw. Mix together your pineapple, your raisins, your maple syrup, and half the cinnamon. Then place two pastry squares into your jaffle maker. Spoon half the apple mixture evenly between the two and place the two pastry squares on top. Cook for three to five minutes. You sort that out until the pastry is golden and crisp. And then repeat. And then the pastry and the apple filling is also good. Then combine your remaining cinnamon and sugar together and serve with a little dusting of cinnamon and sugar. Get your ice cream back out. Oh, boy, we're going to have a good time there. This is going to be just terrific. I reckon that's just fabulous. So what are we going to do from here? I reckon we might as well have a song. You reckon we should have a song? I think we should have a song. If you're going to have your hot apple pie and jackal, you might as well have a drink. And if you're going to have a drink, who do you have a drink with? Well, you have a drink with Duncan, don't you? So why don't we have a drink with Duncan? Here's Slim Dusty. I'd love to have a beer with Duncan. Hey, get ready for that. You're going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy listening to it. Everyone's going to have a good time. We're back on the road. It's so good. It's Scott Gibbons here. Terrific being with you. And thanks for all the feedback. Got it to you. Thank you for all the feedback. We love getting your feedback. We love it. It is just so good. And that's why Betty's given us this, this whole thing about... Uh, the, the, the pool noodles and asking us about jaffles and Sue's requesting songs and you can do all the same things yourself because it's great to be with you. We're on the road. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. You get ready. Here comes Slim Dusty.
Oh, yeah, having a drink with Duncan. Isn't that good? We do love our Slim Dusty. Slim Dusty is just excellent. There's so many things to tell you about today, but if you want to get your vehicle serviced because we can get away, then you've got to go to Rosebury Steering and Mechanical. Now, get your pencil out because I'll give you the website. It's Rosebury, R-O-S-E-B-E-R-Y, R-O-S-E-B-E-R-Y, rosebrysteering.com.au. Now, they do logbook servicing. They specialise in four-wheel drives, so they do the four-wheel drive service without the high price tag. So you can give them a call, 9698 You talk to Theo, by golly, he can tell you all about everything they do. So if you want a logbook service done for your Audi or your BMW or your Ford or your Honda or your Hyundai, uh, your Nissan, your Holden, your Mazda, your Toyota, your Subaru, whatever you want done, you talk to them because they are really good people. I'll give you the number again, 9698 They're at Rosebury, so close to, to Sydney, so close to Green Square Railway Station. Very, very good people. Now, I reckon we should be talking about podcasts because so many of you, so many are saying, how do we get the podcast? Are you on a podcast? Can we get it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And it's so easy. So all you do is go to hawksburygold.com. That's H-A-W-K-E-S-B-U-R-Y, gold, G-O-L-D, hawksburygold.com. Click podcasts. That'll take you down. You click on the road. And then you've got a choice of shows. So, so easy. hawksburygold.com. Click podcasts. Click down to on the road. And then... Choose your show. So, so easy. Now, speaking of easy, ha, 10 essentials for Outback Free Trekkers. If you're going to go Outback camping, if you're going to go Outback with your caravan, then you've got to have some of the essentials, don't you? You've got to do it. Now, the first one is adopting a new way of thinking. So, Caravan and Motorhome did this some time ago, and by golly, it's good. I've just been going over it for you. Oh, yeah, that's good. We've got to share this one. So, it's quality over quantity. So when you're in the outback, you're a long way, a long way from civilization, and you just can't afford for things to fail. So when you're setting yourself up, avoid the, you know, we need one of everything thing. So you're carrying everything. You don't want to carry everything. You don't need that mentality. Instead, save your money and spend them on quality items that are essential for your health, for your safety, for your security, rather than just the luxuries. Now, then you're going to need power. Of course, you're going to need power. So you need, a, as a minimum, around about a 300-amp-hour deep-cycle battery bank. That's a good basis for outback travel. And to keep it charged up, aim for around about a 360-watt of roof-mounted solar panels and a 120-watt portable solar panel and a 60-amp a, a solar regulator. So then it's also worth wiring in a power feed from your tow vehicle so you can charge your house batteries while you're driving. And then if you can, have a, say, a small 2kVA generator as a backup in case of unforeseen cloudy weather. That's a good idea to have. If you've got it, you've got it. So there you go. Now, you need a dirty gear bag because one of the best investments you'll make is if you're doing some free camping, 
if you're doing some pre-camping, this is a good idea. Have a dirty gear bag to sling over your spare wheel because those the bags are usual. You can fill them up with rubbish, like absolute, like your rubbish stuff you put in there. So if you're doing an extended trip, they're cheap as chips, and because they're outside, you don't have to deal with all the smells yourself. Uh, they're off the ground, and, and they're really, really good. So allow for that. Now, then you've got to have, uh, because there's an increased risk, if you will, of stone damage or punctures on, on rough roads, then you store your water in a number of different containers. So in case one springs a leak, you don't have, as they say, all the eggs in one basket or all your water in one tank. So having two independent tanks under your van, uh, one running off your 12-volt pump and another through a hand foot pump, that'll ensure you've got water while you're on the go. Even if you run out of power, you can still use your hand or foot pump. So carrying an additional water jerry in your in your four-wheel drive means that you won't get caught out if you decide to unhitch for a bit of sightseeing because using the same logic, it's a good idea to carry a spare fuel jerry in case you face unforeseen detour. So if you spring a leak or you cop a dodgy batch of fuel. Um, look, I did a, I copped a big leak. I just filled up with fuel. Uh, we're going down to the Victorian high country and just filled up with fuel. I had 180 litres on board and I copped a cut in the tank. Now I had a stone guard. I had a big, a big metal guard, but it, <laughs> there were some little holes in the stone guard. And by golly, I got, a, I got something fair up through one of those holes. And we had to get out of there pretty quick. So there you go. And that was uh, that was 180 litres of petrol. So not a good thing to have dripping around the place. And so we had to go and get that fixed. So then you need a ground sheet and tarp. So dust gets into everything in the outback, everything. So whatever you do, you've got to minimise the chance of getting dust. So if you've got a ground sheet or a piece of shade cloth, that works terrific if you put that under your awning. It'll give you a cleaner outdoor space. That'll be lovely. You've got to have an off-road hitch and stone guards. You've got to have an off-road hitch. That's If you're going to go off-road, you've got to have an off-road hitch. So if you don't have one and your van is capable, then go to McHitch, M-C-H-I-T-C-H, M-C-H-I-T-C-H, McHitch.com.au, McHitch.com.au, Aussie. They're, and they're brilliant. And they're up at Lithgow, and they will make they will make your off-road hitch for you. Brilliant. Then consider having a sat phone because it's crucial. You have to have means to call for help. So yes, a mobile phone's terrific, but in the outback, maybe not so terrific. Maybe good as a paperweight, but maybe not so good as a communication device. So your UHF is excellent, but consider getting a sat phone. Consider doing that because a sat phone really should be considered mandatory really if so you can buy one online you might be able to hire one from your four-wheel drive club i know the toyota land cruiser club they've got a couple that they own and they hire them out if somebody's going on a long trip so there you go that's a good thing to do then you've got to have your toolkit your toolkit and spares so your toolkit now this is so important <laughs> you've got to have the right size spanners and the right size sockets for your make and model so You'll need to carry maybe Imperial tools if you own a European or American vehicle and metric for most things Japanese. So and at a minimum, also carry your hoses and your belts and your wheel bearings and some super glue and some duct tape and some fencing wire and some cable ties. So you've got some basic spares. But the thing to do is to make sure that your tools fit your caravan and fit your tow vehicle very important. The navigation maps and, and campsite info, there's no substitute for paper mats. Paper maps are excellent. So a GPS will make navigation so much easier. But if you've got your paper maps, if something goes wrong, you've got them as a backup. Just terrific. And 
fire extinguishers. Let's make that number 10, fire extinguishers. So pack at least two, two kilogram minimum fire extinguishers. So one in the car, one in the van, so they're easily accessible. Not packed underneath, 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 underneath. No, you've got to be able to get to them. So if you, <laughs> if you need your fire extinguisher, you need your fire extinguisher. So yeah, you've got to do that. That's important. So what do you reckon? I, I reckon we're doing good. I reckon that's a good little list for you. Now, I reckon also, if you're going to go out, then you might want to go to Daniloquin. So Daniloquin's just a great place. It's about, oh, what would it be? About 725k southwest of Sydney, about 285k due north of Melbourne. And it's it's just a pretty place. Daniloquin's fabulous. But one of the things you want to do there is, is to go to what they call the depot, D-E-P-O-T, the depot. And these people, the Pirtle family, P-U-R-T-I-L-L, the Pirtle family, they've created this amazing thing called the Depot. And it's it started as a business in the 1950s, and along with their sons and the extended family, they've built it into the most amazing collection of vehicles that you'll love. And it's not just cars. They've got so much of everything and all good stuff. So if you want, if, if you're a, a bit of a bus fan, if you like buses, then you've got to go and see it. If you like trucks, then you've got to go and see it. So you've, you've got to go and see all this stuff because it's there. They've got it all. So you've, you've got to do it. So it's all it's called the Depot, D-E-P-O-T. And they are just, and if you're having a function, they'll, they'll look after you there. But it's all about them. Like you've got to see what they've got, the cars that they've got, the old cars. And they've, they've got historic cars and uh, they've got it all you've got to go to the depot so if you're going out to the Lincoln way do it it's called the depot make sure that you do that because you will have so much fun when you're doing that you're so much fun and if you're going to have so much fun i tell you it's so good now that we are back out and about so we've been waiting for this day we said someday one day We'll be back on the road. That's what we said, and that's what the seeker's saying. Someday, one day, here we go. Here's the seeker. Someday, one day. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. It's great being with you. We're on the road. Here we go with the seekers. If you believe 
are the seekers, eh? Someday, one day. Now, someday, one day, you have to go to the ARB St. Peter's store. You have to go. It's their flagship store. It's new. It's exciting. It's stocked with all the ARB gear. It's brilliantly located. So you've got heaps of parking. Huge, huge parking area. You've got the whole wide range of makes and models of accessories. Chris Lopez, who's the branch manager, and his team, oh, by golly, they're terrific. They they just have the best attitude, the greatest customer service. They've got all the skills. They've got the technical background, and they strive to make you feel instantly welcome. Even though we're socially distanced, you will feel really welcome. So they've got the best gear. And their workshop, their workshop, the workshop's under the supervision of Paul. Paul said, You've got to meet Paul because he is terrific and he just has one of the best teams. So if you want something done, if you want something for your four-wheel drive, then you've got to go to ARB St. Peter's and they are just excellent. Now, the other thing that you might want to do, and this is terrific, grab your pencil because we're going to give you a website, buyabale, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E.com.au, buyabale, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E.com.au. Are the things they're doing to help the people in the bush and the things that you can do to help the people in the bush. So, you know, your, your bottles that you recycle, well, you can give those bottles to the bush. You can do that. You can do that. I'll tell you more about that. But you can write a letter to a farmer. So if you go onto their website, they've got a section there where you can do a Dear Farmer letter and you can thank them for all the hard work that they do, for all the grit and the sheer determination that they do to make sure that we as Aussies have got food. So you can help them. Bridge the gap between the rural and the metro Australia. So we can't make it rain, but we can take a moment to sit down, write a note, draw a picture, for our farmers. And then you've got some digital fundraising that you can do because with the with the COVID-19, the pandemic, then that's had massive effects on how the fundraising is going on. So they need help. They need your help for counselling services, for hay, for water, financial assistance to the farmers. So talk to them, go on the website, buybale.com.au, and, and you will find ways to help. Now, the other thing is they've got Hive Aid, H-I-V-E Aid, Hive Aid. That's for beekeepers, the drought and the bushfire relief for beekeepers because Australia's professional beekeepers, well, they are our forgotten farmers, but they're very, very important to the primary producers. They're often overlooked when it comes to the effects of drought and bushfire and other national disasters. But the, the professional beekeepers, they're the cornerstone of our whole agricultural industry. They play such a vital role in helping to pollinate important food crops for both humans and livestock. So you know, crops like almonds and avocados and blueberries and cucumbers and mangoes and apples and pumpkin, they rely heavily on pollination by bees. So bees. So we need to support our littlest livestock, <laughs> which is the honeybee. I think that's terrific, our littlest livestock. That's be- so you can register to give aid to that. But donating your bottles to the bush, that's wonderful. So when you've, when you've got all your bottles and you return them to the Return and Earn in New South Wales or containers for change in Queensland, every eligible container donated raises 10 cents and that goes to the farmers and the rural communities in need. So to donate your bottles to the bush, just download the barcode to use at your local Return and Earn or your Tomra machine. And so far, they've raised over half a million dollars for the farmers through, through this. So for bottles for the bush, you've got to do that. And how do you find out about it? Buyabale.com.au. 
Dot.au. But the current drought situation in Australia, the, the drought conditions are still bad. So we've been getting plenty of rain in the city, but you know there's parts of the Northern Tablelands and southeast and the far west that remain in intense drought. There's parts of Queensland that are just in intense drought. So they need your help. They need your help. So buy a bale if, if you want to, because look, you've got the 30th of June coming up. You're probably looking for a deduction. You're saying, gee, what's a good charity that I can support? There's so many. I get involved with so many charities, but this buy a bale, by golly, they're good. So you can support an Aussie farmer. You can support the rural communities throughout Australia. And that's all you've got to do is go to buy a bale, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E.com.au, and you see how you can help, because I think that would be fabulous. Now, we're about to hit the road. We're about to do things. I mean, it's the end of the show, but we're about to come back again, aren't we? We're going to come back again to so so many places that we love, so many places that we want to go to. If you're going to have come back again, you've got to do that with Daddy Cool. So, hey, thanks from me to you. Don't forget those podcasts. If you want to get, find out about the podcast, go to Hawkesbury Gold, H-A-W-K-E-S-B-U-R-Y, Gold, G-O-L-D, one word, hawksburygold.com. Click podcast, it's up on the top line there. Go down to On The Road and all of our shows are there. So if you're if you're going on a tour and you want to listen to more of the shows and that's the feedback we're getting, then you've got them. So that's the way to do it. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons here. It's terrific. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for me. I'm so excited for Australia. Most of us have opened up. Queensland, we're still waiting on, but it's going to happen. But in the meantime, hey, come back again. Come back again, not just to the, to the bush, not just to Australia, but to this radio show because we love being with you. So come back again. Here's Daddy Cool. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening in this time. And you look after our sponsors, will you? Hey, look after our sponsors, NX Solutions and Paravans and ARB. Who else have we got? We've got so many. We've got Bold, TCRC. You look after them. We'll see you soon. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye.
toward your home Come back again I'm just crazy about you, babe Come back again. I'm just crazy about you, babe. 